What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Probably Off Topic. Today, it's just me and Luke, but Pat will be here to give us some college football takes and tell us about his Patcation. We're going to cover World Series Game 1 and 2. We'll talk about UFC coming up this weekend. And, of course, we have our NFL picks for you. So let's get into this. I had something on my mind, so I, I, I got it off my, my chest. I want to get some work, got some work. Hey, Greg, why don't you go piss your pants again? People don't forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you got to earn respect. Just put misunderstood on my graves. Uh-huh. I heard that. I didn't hear that, but I just heard that. Are you not entertained? Everybody says, who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. I think I just said that. I speak of friends. Teammates, coaches, friends. The show had just begun. A little less conversation, a little more action and peace. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. big man happy thursday happy thursday um we well it's friday but we forgot to give our picks for tonight so we're gonna get this episode out on thursday maybe and it doesn't matter so let's give our picks for the game that we forgot to give the birds versus the giants what do we think Uh, i'm rocking with the birds this evening uh carson is 4-0 on thursday night plus they are wearing those all black jerseys um fun fact or fun fact stat the Eagles have never lost against the Giants wearing them jerseys. So right. I'm I'm riding that wave tonight. I'm also riding today. with the Birds. Uh, I love them minus a touchdown. I'll take them minus a touchdown. I know it's like minus four and a half, but I'm riding with it. I don't know if it's going to be an over game, though. I feel like we might just completely shut them down on offense. Like, I feel like this defense has something to prove, and this might be a get-right game for them after giving took- up a lot of points. I took the alternate total. I think um, the one I grabbed is 41, and I was comfortable with that. I, like I think that. it was at like 47 or like 48 earlier today. I do think I the Eagles like, are going to score a lot, so it'll be interesting. That's a lot of points for the Giants to score, though. I know, and they, they have nothing going for that offense. It's like as long as Darius Darius Slay versus Darius Slayton, that's a, uh, that's a matchup Ooh. tonight. Don't call him Darius. Call him prime time – or call him uh, – what's his name? Big play. So that should be a good matchup. But as long as he can lock him down, I don't see much on much of their offense uh, creating anything. So hopefully we got a bird's dub tonight in the black jerseys. They always look hot in those. Uh, let's go. Let's talk about Big Brother a little bit, Luke. It's not. It's not officially final three time, but tonight we will find out who is getting booted to make it the final three. So they left us on the cliffhanger of will the POV be used? Will it be used this week? I think it probably won't be used. What do you think? I don't. I don't think so either. Cody would be stupid to use it. Yeah, um, I, Enzo was trying. Who they to put push. up? Uh, yeah, that's what I don't understand. It would have. He would have to, <laughs> he would have to go up as a pawn. Yeah, it makes no sense. That's why Enzo was like, maybe he'll make a good decision and and use the power beat. I'm like, I don't really know if you're thinking no. about this in Cody's perspective <laughs> here. But now I don't think it'll be used. But who do you think is going home to make more predictions? Um, even though. Now, I this, hope they get rid this of this. Will be I, out before the episode is. I mean, before the episodes and the game start. So I, I feel, I feel like I've broken records saying Christmas should go, but I think Christmas should go in the best three. In Nicole, Cody, and Enzo should just duke it out in the end and then play the cards from there. I agree. This is all stars. Let's let's see the best three. You got a former yeah. champion. Literally. You got a former runner up, and you have Enzo, who's gone to the final three both times he's been in the house. So. 
I would love to see that. And Christmas, I'm just sick of it. The crying. Oh listen, my God. I know I was I know I was on the Nicole's cries too much wave, but like I think Christmas might have been an alternate universe too. She kind of forgets that like one, it's a game, and two, she's not I mean she does, but she shouldn't be allowed to just like uh be erratic with her emotions. Like it's a game mm-hmm. and she's taking it very, very seriously and like is forgetting that there just has to be somebody that goes home and she's one of the two people that has no power at this point. So, I don't so know. say, say Christmas goes home today and you have Cody Enzo and Nicole. Do you think that the jury would give Nicole a second BB win? I think she would have to go up against Enzo. I think this is a pretty bitter jury. I think this is a pretty bitter jury. Enzo does have enough wins though. I think to like give a solid resume against Nicole Cody seven competition wins is going to be a lot to yeah um but no i don't think i think if it i think one of the guys is going to win honestly i i think jerry views enzo as like a yes man and it's going to come back and bite him in the ass i think so too i just don't know how bitter they are i don't know how bitter they are to the fact that like nicole really didn't do much this whole game she 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 was like a really really good floater she she pulled the she played the successful floater game she was kind of doing what Ian tried to do lay low put herself with good people and find herself at the end. And that just, his, his just bit him in the butt, but that was both the plays of the former winners was like, lay low, play the floater game, but like have a say in things. Like they didn't need to win competitions and stuff to really share their opinions. So I thought, I don't know. I respect Nicole's game from, from this point. Um, but the wins, she doesn't have any wins to like go up against those two dudes who is Enzo of three HOH wins or two. Two. Def- definitely two. Okay. So yeah, I don't know. Does Nicole Nicole is one, right? Uh, I believe I think so, her only yeah. wins were the HOH and then she won the power veto that week on her HOH. Yes, uh, last week. Okay, cool. All right. So hopefully uh, we get a good result tonight and we have some fun stuff to talk about with the final three when we give you our final three Big Brother analysis. And I believe the next time that we are going to talk about Big Brother. Um, I believe Wednesday is the finale. So next time you talk about this, there would be a champion. No, not if we took – oh, oh, Wednesday's the finale. Because so it's yeah. on Wednesday. Yeah, but we'll know Tuesday who is in the final three, right? Oh, what am I yeah. saying? Well, yeah, so we'll know. Yeah. It'll be out. We'll, we'll be, good. It, we'll be good. They'll do like a corny like recap episode. I yeah, of course. And they're going to do the Dr. Will episode where it's and like then- – and then they'll have, like, the two-hour one. So, we'll talk about it. Um, all right, let's talk about World Series game one and two. It's even. It's even. It is even. 1-1. One, one. People Slow thought after pitchers. game one, dude, those Dodgers looked hot in game one. Yeah. They came out swinging, and everything I said about that Rays pitching staff was looking like it was going to go for naught. And then <sighs> Mr. Blake Snell came in in game two and, and put on a show, as he does, playoff Blakey. He did. So what do you think? Do you think there is hope for this Rays team if they can keep this low-scoring Dodgers team around and score enough? It's a best-of-five series now. So I, like I said before, if the, the Rays are going to win it, they're going to win it in seven. I don't think there's any way that they win it um, in five, six. I'm trying to think how it would shake out because Charlie Morton is so good in those. I mean, you have to pitch him game seven, right, Charlie Morton? He's oh, like yeah, of course. Point four ERA in elimination games or something. Um so I'm trying to figure out how they would have to work that so he would end up as the game seven starter. Like he's going to have to get a sneaky, sneaky short start in there somewhere. Um, but we'll find out tomorrow, I guess, because I'm pretty sure he's pitching. 
Uh, I bet um, Kershaw would pitch Friday or Saturday. I'm sorry. And then um, if the series does go seven, I believe he'll come back on short rest. All right. Like to hear that. Without a doubt. Um, I have one negative thing, two negative things to say. I had a, I had a four for five parlay. So I got my, my winnings back, but dude, listen to this. It was one of those ones where you're just clicking random buttons and then you throw $2 or $3 on it. Cause that's what's left in your account. So I took Lau to hit a home run. I oh, took, wow. Okay. I took one, nothing after the first inning. I took, uh, Blake Snell's over five and a half strikeouts, which at the time was plus 100, but like by game time, it was minus. Uh, I took Rays minus one and a half. So that, those are the four I got right. And then my, I never, I never take final scores. And I took a final score and I took six to three. Oh, wow. brutal. Six to three. So <laughs> that was, it was all right. It was a fun bet to like follow along. I'm like, ooh, ooh. Oh, like the first, from the first inning, I was like, oh, one nothing. All right, here we go. Here we go. This three dollars is gonna turn into something. Uh, but that was that was my <laughs> that was my one negative. And then also, nobody's watching this World Series. I was I know nine point new nine point two viewers, which is the lowest average ever. So that was game one. So, I don't know what game two was, but I, I saw it wasn't any higher. Game one was the lowest viewed World Series game since the two thousand eight game three which would have been the first home game in Philly back in 2008, which is wild. Yeah, that's insane. Was that, was that the rainy game or was that game five? That was game five. Yeah, that was game five. Um, I believe I that. Back, I can understand game, if the ratings were low for that. It's just because people couldn't stay around and watch it. <laughs> I could be wrong, but that's, that's the game Joe Bland uh, hit a home oh, run. Yeah. And it was like that 10-run game. Yeah. yeah, it definitely was that game. Okay, so – I'm looking forward to the rest of this World Series, especially now that it's not like a 2-0. Those back-to-back games made me nervous. I'm like, we could start off and just like, boom, 2-0, and it's just going to be over, kind of like that NBA Finals mm-hmm. was. But hopefully the World Series gets to Game 7, and maybe Game 7 will have record-breaking numbers, but I doubt it. Uh, let's, talk, let's talk about the UFC coming up this weekend. We've got a match that a lot of people have been waiting for, a title fight um, between Gaethje and Khabib. So what do we think? What do we think here? Let's just go. Pick. Um, are we doing picks? Give me your pick, Luke. I am rocking with Gaethje. He he's a huge underdog right now. He's plus like two fifty. I saw that today when I was eating lunch, and I was like, oh my god, that is very very enticing. He seems to have a game plan. He seems to. He keeps saying like, I'm just gonna. He he seems like he's gonna do what. Um, what's his name did last fight? Oh my gosh. Izzy did last fight with just chopping at the legs and chopping at the legs mm-hmm. and chopping at the legs until he can't stand on his legs and then it'll just one pop and it'll be over. But we'll see how that pans out because Khabib is 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 different, man. He twenty eight and zero. He wrestles bears and swims upstream in, in freezing rivers of Russia. I saw that yeah. video today. I was like, oh my god. He doesn't god, have. He man, doesn't feel crazy. pain. So I'm like, I'm not really worried about you taking out his legs. Um, my take on it is. Strictly off of my theory, I analyzed the last few title fights. Dana White does this thing where he, where he stares intently at one person, and then he goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You know his thing where he stands in between them where they're squared up? Yeah. So I'm going strictly based off this. The last four title fights that have won, the person he's looked at first and looked at for the longest period of time have won, and that's Khabib. 
He stared at Khabib so long. He was staring at <laughs> so long. I'm like, oh, here we go. And that's all, I, that's all I was basing it off of. I looked at those three fights, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to see what, what uh, Dana White has anything to say about this. He definitely has some control over something. So I'm basing it off of that. This, the longest stare and the first stare goes to Khabib. That's all I got. That's my pick. Khabib. Are, are you sure Dana wasn't looking at um, Khabib's uh, cauliflower ears? Oh, oh, why got why got hit him with the cop? They both have cauliflower ears. Uh, all the MMA. Yeah, they all have cauliflower ears. <laughs> um, um, but no, before we move on, Khabib um, is twenty eight and zero. He has to lose eventually. Yeah, and so. that's kind of that's what Gagey said. He was like, "Listen, man, I was eighteen and zero at one point, and I lost twice." So, no, I definitely understand that. And it has been a while since Khabib fought. So it's either going to be like he's super fresh or he's a little rusty. And the first few rounds mm. will really determine that, I think. Uh, I also love Gagey's power move with the belt. He was like, I don't want this interim belt. Yeah, really. <laughs> I, want, I want that. That was cool. That was a cool power um, move. This match is at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is no, very we different. we talked about that. And that's very exciting. Like, I, I don't think we realize us as Americans are spoiled. Like, the people that are overseas, which is a big – part of the viewership of the UFC like they have to stay up so fucking late mm-hmm. or get up so early to watch these fights so we're spoiled that we're like oh we have to stay up till 1 1 a.m like I complain sometimes I'm like oh, I don't even I can't imagine if I had to wake up early like some remember remember when we used to have British football and we have to get up at like 9 a.m to watch British yeah. football, like British American football KBO was on at like 5.30 in the morning. KBO? Either. I used to wait. Yep. KBO. I used to RIP to, well, RIP to us talking about the KBO. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else on the UFC, Luke? Uh, no, let's go Gaethje. All right. Cool. We watching that together? Yeah. I mean, no, it's uh, like Penso will be day. playing 3.30. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out. I'm, I'll be working like a slave, but. We'll figure it out. Uh, okay, I've got some NBA news. The NBA said they're looking to start on MLK Day, January 18th. I think that is a good move in terms of when people will start to watch and care about the NBA anyway, and also just a good standard, good Adam Silver publicity move. He's like, you know what? We're going to go hard with the movements. We're going to go hard with the raising awareness. What a better day to do it than Martin Luther King Day, January 18th. Um, Are they going to play a full 82 or not? Was that reported? I think they're they're still talking about that. I'm not 100% sure if that was like part of the report. But I'm trying to think. January 18th, 82 games. Because they easily could play 60 games and finish at the end of April. Oh, see, yeah, they're definitely still talking about how many games. So I feel like they're still discussing on how the playoffs are going to work. Like they might make a playoff, uh, like a play-in thing like they did this year with the bubble. And that's the other thing. Are they going to bubble? Like, what's the move? I don't know. We'll see. Oh, yeah. There's, there's plenty of things the NBA has to figure out. Uh, one thing is they're good at that. You know what? I want to shout out the MLB, too, before we complete – I mean, we talked about the World Series already, but I want to shout them out because when we first started talking about the MLB and the season starting, we had no fucking hope that it was going to happen. I bashed it. Even the beginning hard. of the season, we were like, oh, my God, Mar- Miami Marlins ruined the Phillies season. Um, and it seemed to like be a continuous thing throughout the first month, but they're here, they're in the world series and they didn't have to bubble up much. They, but they pulled it off. So uh, kudos to the MLB. Rob Manfred, you're still an idiot, but kudos to the MLB. (laughs) I second that. (laughs) Um, Also Jack Harlow going back to the NBA, Jack Harlow released a new single today called Tyler hero. Uh, I believe Pat will have a review for us when we call him later. Um, 
which will probably just be solo dolo with me and Pat. So do you want to get into our NFL picks, Luke? Or let's, let's, let's talk about it. the NFL just like the weekend, the preview that's coming up, and then we'll give them picks at the end. So here are the headlines I have. Teddy's return to New Orleans. I think that is a thing that people aren't talking about, but he should have a big chip on his shoulder. And it would be a very interesting win if the Carolina Panthers can go to New Orleans and beat the Saints. Not saying that is, I think it's going to happen, but it would be, it would really put that division in like a fucking jumble in the middle, which mm-hmm. kind of seems like they're like that all the time. Um, Cause who do the Bucks play this week? Uh, the Bucks play the Raiders. Yeah. Like that's not an easy matchup. I have a take on that later. That's not an easy matchup. So we'll wait for that take, but that's my first game. I wanted to talk about was just Teddy's return to New Orleans. Fumble. As a, <laughs> as, as a starting quarterback, not for the Saints. I just think this could be a prove-it week for him where it's like, is Teddy Bridgewater better than we want to give him credit for? Because it's been talked about. It's like Teddy's up there with these stats and he's doing good as the starting quarterback in South Carolina. Or in South Carolina. In Carolina, uh, he's got a number one receiver now. He's got another number one receiver now with Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. If Christian McCaffrey comes back and Teddy Bridgewater's awesome, I don't know what award he's going to get, but he should get an award. We might have to give him an award. If Teddy a teddy bear? No, I'm just kidding. That was soft. <laughs> <laughs> no, a cooler award than that. Um, but, yeah. Uh, and, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to have a complete opposite take on this later when we give our picks because New Orleans is coming out of a bye, and I feel like Drew Brees out of a bye usually is pretty solid. Uh, they, they might start off slow. I'm taking the first half under for the New Orleans Saints points in that game, but then I have them to win the game overall. But I'm just saying it could be a Teddy Bridgewater game where it's like, let's put a little respect on Teddy's name. I like the total in that game. Where are we well. at? What's, what um, I believe it was 51 and a half. Yeah, so I both like teams. Both teams are definitely going to score more than 25 each, I believe. And the defenses on both those teams have not looked great. The, the uh, Panthers can't stop the run, and the Saints, for having this like impeccable secondary, haven't looked impeccable at all um another thing i wanted to talk about was the browns bengals game this could be joe burrows taking over of the third best quarterback in that division this could be baker Mayfield's spiral like this is this is another game where a lot of things could happen we're gonna be like oh the bengals actually not that bad they've played some competitive games the last time they played the browns they only lost by five so i don't know i feel like this bengals team from when they played them the first time to now, I think it was week two or three they played them. It's a better team. So Cleveland doesn't like Baker right now either. So no, this is a big. I believe he's on the hot seat. He needs to show up or shut up. And I'm not saying he should shut up. I love the Baker content, uh, but for his own well-being on the football field, he should probably show up. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Those those stripes on that helmet are looking good. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of totals, Luke, you mentioned earlier the total I like the most is the Chiefs in Denver. It's only like 45 or 46. I feel like Patrick Mahomes' 20-yard passes are going to look like 50-yard passes, and his 50-yard passes are going to look like 80-yard passes. His 80-yard passes might go into the stands. So that's <laughs> that's what that's. I, a, I'm surprised that is pretty low. Yeah, I was, and Drew Locke's back, and I know you're not you're not convinced with Drew Locke yet, but I am on the Drew Locke is going to be good train. Um, and we're moving forward. So that train says Drew Locke should score at least three touchdowns. And if Pat Mahomes has to beat him, he should score more than three touchdowns. And that already gets you, that math gets you to near 45. So I don't know, just saying. 
I like that. We don't throw some talk. field goals in there too. Yeah, yeah you got you, you got two good kickers that can both kick from sixty-five yards in that in uh, Denver. So could be a good one. A lot of a lot of quarterback matchups I want to talk about. Another thing I've written down is the primetime game, the battle of the shorts, the battle of the little people. Uh, it'll be Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray against back-to-back weeks for Kyler Murray in primetime, and it'll be Seattle and Russell Wilson. So this will be a big one of who's who's the tallest of the two. Um, and I think the taller order is going to be for the Cardinals. Uh-huh. It's in Arizona, right? Yeah. Don't care. I think I, Seattle's I'm, really good. I'm looking at uh, the, the box score right now for week seven, and the tickets for that game, you're just going to take a guess. Tickets for this week. For the Seahawks-Cardinals game. Uh, per seat, uh, like 490. 621. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's the, it's the highest on um, – 621. Uh, we're, we're right now. Hey, they're a fun to watch. That's definitely – like if – if I looked at a slate of the whole season and then you told me to pick five games, this might be one that I picked to be like, yeah, I would definitely want to watch that. And it's on prime time too. So yeah, in Arizona, cool place. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see how that game pans out. I think it'll be Russell Wilson showing Kyle Murray, who is big bro in this, in this situation personally. Um, something that's not happening this week is the dolphins have a bye, but mm-hmm. There's still the news of – we talked a little bit about it before Tua is taking over. Ryan Fitzpatrick has some quotes out here that are making me feel so bad for this man. I, I'm, not, I'm not as on board with Tua being the starter as I was a day and a half ago. Fitz seems mad. Like, he, he feel he not even mad. He just seems disappointed. Like, he's like a dad that's like, I'm not mad that we had to do this. I'm just disappointed that I am not the starting quarterback. He said he felt like he was fired. He said he felt like he was being uh, – he was fired and then he had to like go back to work and basically work with the people that fired him and like the person that took over for him. So I mean, I don't know. Brian Flores might've, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be good for the locker room because Fitz is such a big locker room guy. Like you don't want him walking around mopey and in the dumps, but we also talked a little bit about, we mentioned that he could be on the trade block. There's definitely teams out there that are competitive that could use a quarterback that are, I don't know. Like, I mean, Phil Rivers experiment is not really working in, in Indiana, Indianapolis. Um, and where else, where else was I thinking? Fuck it. Dallas. Yep. Dallas. And also the fucking Eagles. If this shit keeps happening, we'll just get preserve Carson Wentz, trade a six round pick or whatever it takes to get Ryan Fitzpatrick. And let's have some fun. Let's have some fun for the rest of the season. If we're going to lose, I want to fucking lose having fun. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I genuinely felt bad for Ryan. Fitzpatrick like the videos that he put out it was like you could feel his pain in that zoom call that he put I guess it was his press conference but it, like you saw how visibly like upset he was it's like oh like he was doing so well and then Brian Flores obviously wants to change things out um but I don't know I feel for him I feel for him too and I, and I oh the other thing coming out of the bye Luke do you know who they play coming out of the bye the Dolphins the Dolphins you know who they play coming out of the bye uh, do not. The Rams. You know who have who the Rams have? Aaron Donald. 
Aaron Donald. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Okay. Play Aaron Donald is, is a hungry dog. He has seven and a half sacks already. And if we learn one thing from two in Alabama, it's that he holds the, holds the damn ball too long. I mean, he was injured because he held the ball too long. So, I'm just saying, take take that into consideration, Tua and Brian Flores. If you're going to let somebody break, I think you'd rather have it be Ryan Fitzpatrick than Tua, your pride and joy. Um, one last game I want to talk about. We have a 5-0 versus 5-0 matchup, undefeated teams. There's only one other team that's undefeated, and it's Seattle, but the Titans and the Steelers. This is a game. This is a pick game, Luke. It keeps shifting. This line keeps shifting. At first, the Steelers were the favorites. Then they were the dogs. Now they're the dogs, but now they're plus 100. So what do we think? What are we doing here? If you had to pick, where are you going? It's in Tennessee. Steelers just lost uh, Devin Bush. What do we think? I want to say the Steelers, but I think the Titans are going to take this. Ryan Tannehill, I believe, is playing better than Big Ben this season so far. Um, the Steelers do have weapons. Like, I'm not denying that, but I just don't think they have as much as the Titans do. Yeah, I, I kind of was thinking in that mindset, too. Like, my, my mind kept saying the Steelers, and then they lost Devin Bush, and I was like, oh, I don't really know. Like, that's a big part of the defense. Um, but I kind of still think the Steelers can go there and win. Mike Tom, they remind me of the Rays, man. They remind me of, <laughs> like, like uh, Brian Cash said, he was like, oh, we don't have relievers or starters. We just have guys that get outs. That's, that's what I think about the Steelers' defense. They just go places and stop whatever you're good at. If you're good at running, they're going to stop you. So I, I feel like if there's a defense that can at least slow Derrick Henry down, especially on this tear he's been on, uh, it could be them. Even though it's an away game, even though they lost their middle linebacker, they've looked real good. And like you said, they have the weapons, and the, the potency of the offense hasn't really been there. But – Shit, man. If Chase Claypool and Juju and James Connors pretty looks pretty fully healthy now, Big Ben hasn't looked bad. Like he's not turning the ball over or anything. They're just very very safe the way they've been playing on offense. So we'll see. It's gonna be a fun game, but I think I'm riding with the Steelers. Uh just taking the money line because what's the point of taking one point? What's the point? Yeah, I yeah, I stay away from those type of games. All right. So let's get into our picks. That was a preview of our picks, but let's do a little gambling gurus um with just the two of us i'll get pat's picks later if he even has them um if not you can just parlay a combination of me and luke's picks and that'll give you your parlay padawan um you want to start uh didn't discuss yeah, this at all so i hope we don't have any overlappers but if not it's okay, okay. <laughs> um i obviously am rocking with the eagles tonight i'm throwing some hefty money on them uh, my dog of the week i like the Bengals against the browns oh we're over with joey b Oh, we're over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I just don't see how the Browns can put it together. Uh, the Bengals have been of late looking pretty pretty decent, so I'll take them as a dog. Um, and then for my last pick, I am taking the Bucks over the Raiders. Um, since John Gruden has taken over the head coaching duties of the Raiders, um, coming off a bye, he has lost by fourteen and eighteen points. So I'm rocking with the Bucks this weekend. Okay, I like that. Okay, uh, I have a, I have a, my starting early beef of the week. Zoom is telling me that I need to upgrade, but guess what, Zoom? We did that like five episodes ago. <laughs> so stop trying to take my credit card information, damn it. Unless I'm just on like another Zoom, but whatever. We have ten minutes left. We're all good. I got the timer in front of me. Those are good picks. I like them. Yeah, man, the Bucks are rolling. That defense looks hot. And I think, I think I said it last episode. The Raiders are fake good. They're not. 
don't don't fool yourselves. I don't even think they're the second or third best team in that division. Oh, 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 what? oh my God. Um, <laughs> wait, I need to clarify something because I have something written down before I get my picks and I don't want to mess it up. Looking, 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 looking. Yeah, not sure what I, I have Steelers plus three. I don't think that was ever a thing, but it's up to plus one and a half. So I'll take the one and a half. You're giving me a half point. Give it to me. So my underdogs for the spread were also, I have the Bengals plus three. Give me that field goal. Like I said, it was a close game. I think it was 35-30 last time they played. And I think this is a better Bengals team. And I don't think this is a better Browns team at the moment. So we'll see. Give me the, give me the field goal. Should be a shootout. Uh, I also have the Steelers plus three, which is fake written down. If you want an alternate line, you can take that. It won't be worth it, but take just take the Steelers money line. I think it's worth the gamble. And if you're going to play with another dog, who's a dog I like? Who's a dog I like? Who's a dog I like? I don't know. Maybe the Lions. My are Bengals. Win. Maybe the yeah the Bengals. You can do that. Maybe the Lions are going to win. Falcons. Falcons are good. Don't let that fool you that they got their win last week. The Bengals. Matt Patricia got to start playing for his job at some point. Uh, Okay, and then the opposite of what I said earlier, I think New Orleans should beat Carolina at home. Uh, I'll take I'll take a minus a touchdown. Even if they come out slow in the first half, that might be a great game to jump on the live uh, spread at halftime because I do think they can cover. Um, Michael Thomas should be back. I might be giving I, you false information, but I know I he's not. So. I know he's not in timeout anymore, so that's the key. As long as he's not in timeout, even if he's fucking not healthy and he's playing, that dude's a decoy and. It'll just open up the field. So, regardless, I think they can cover definitely if Michael Thomas is there. If not, maybe get weird. Maybe get weird and just take the over. Uh, Okay, Luke, thank you for that. We have a few minutes. Let me hear your beef of the week. Okay. My beef of the week um, is pertaining to baseball. Uh, The Dodgers have such a timeless uniform along with – I don't know, the, the Red Sox, the Yankees, that would probably just never change over the course of their existence. But the palm trees on their socks have to go. They, oh. it just, it's just not a look. And, like, I don't think I would have ever realized it um, until Cody Bellinger, like, dislocated his shoulder. So now, instead of, like, doing, like, that interlocking arm thing, they're <laughs> cleat tapping. Yeah, and they so zoom in on all the my attention. Body. All of my attention went to those cleats and those socks, and I realized that and I was like, "Bro, there's no, they, no, just stick with the blue socks. It, it's it's not a look." I was kind of on that train when they, I forget what that brand is, whatever the sock Stance. brand is. Stance. They uh got the hookup with the MLB, and now everybody has like these fancy ones, like the uh, Giants have like have the Golden Gate Bridge bridge on there and all that mm-hmm. stuff. The palm trees are a little much. They look like, first of all, I thought they were uh, fireworks at first. I was like, why do they have fireworks on their socks? Because they just look like pew. But then, yeah, I saw them on the zoom-ins on all the cleat tapping. But you know who else? I want to – this is not my beef, but you know who's got terrible swag on the Dodgers? Who? Jock Peterson. He wears, like, uh, his pants Air so Jordans. high. Yeah, no, no, no. His Jordan swag is cool, but his sock swag is is unreal. He wears his pants above his kneecaps. So, like, he there's a space between the top of his socks. You see, like, his underpants, like his under sliding pants or whatever, and then you see his regular pants, which Hunter Pence can rock that with his little toothpick legs and his weird quirkiness. But Jock Peterson, like, you're not that cool. You kind of just look weird. Um, he, he was rocking rainbow Jordans the other night, and I – not saying I wasn't a fan, 
But I mean, with that uniform, though, come on now. He also has cankles. He might he might be the, the cankle of the year award for the MLB. It might be the Jordans right out today. It might be the high top Jordans. It might be the high top Jordans speaking and not not his cankles. Um, all right, my beef of the week is quick, easy. Steve Ballmer came out after they hired Tyron Lue and was just going on a Steve Ballmer rant and trying to get the people hype about the Clippers this year. And he was like, kind of talked himself into a corner. He was like, you know what? I, th- I thought if we were going to have the best coach, we got to go out and, or if we're going to have the best team, we got to go out and get the best coach. And that's what we did. He was like, I think we got one of the best coaches in the NBA. Actually, I think we got the best coach in the NBA. And I was like, oh, man. He, he, he backed himself into a corner. So, like, I don't want to be too hard on him, but. He knows. He he has to know Tyron Lewis. Come on. He's not. What Eric Spolster just did. Greg Popovich is still here. Put a little respect on his name. But whatever. They got him. They got their guy. They're very happy. Congratulations, Clippers. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know. We'll find out. Steve Ballmer, that guy has the juice. I'll say, if if I had anybody that was like an owner of my team, I think it it would be either him or Mark Cuban I'd want. Because those dudes just have the juice. All right. What else we got? Nothing. I'm going to call Pat. We're going to plug a little Pat Cation segment in at the end of this episode. Uh, Luke, I know you got some some technology business to handle. I believe it was referring to last week's Beef of the Week. Wasn't that your Beef of the Week last week? Uh, no. So we have two bad TVs in my house. My dad got his TV before mine. He, it's it's a lot bigger, so he's not going to be able to – he needs assistance for it, essentially. He needs his big boy to help him. I – I yeah, really. I'm waiting to get my TV because I'm a nice, patient Jewish boy that likes to save his money and wait for Black <laughs> Friday. All right. Uh, Luke, we didn't talk about it this time, but your punishment poll has been locked. So we'll talk about that on Tuesday when we come back with all of our other picks and stuff. But I hope you enjoy the game tonight. Let's go, Birds. Go, Birds, baby. All right, Pat. We're joined by you virtually from the end of your Patcation. Oh, there's a light now. Oh, Yeah, no, there was for a second. I had to look at something. We are are in the car. We're home. No, we're not home. We're on our way home. All right. The fun is over. But yet it has just begun. Yeah, no, so today, so yeah, so like I told you what happened yesterday. Yep. I told you what happened two days ago. Tuesday, yeah. Um, yesterday, we toured Boston, and it was fucking awesome. You can do like the Freedom Trail. So it's like a – you follow these red bricks for like two and a half miles. Two and a half, you'd say. Two and a half miles, and it you see like probably over a dozen landmarks – read up on man history it's like some typical nerd stuff it's great did you guys get a, along the, did you guys get a beer at cheers that we did not go to cheers we did not that would be too touristy so so yeah that's for the tourists that's not what like the real ones do <laughs> not the real adventures you can go like on the do. freedom trail and when you look at all these like tourist things you follow this you can stop at like a dozen bars like along the way they do it right so, in like, Boston. It, we literally did that like all day. We walked like all over town. We were in Charleston, like we were in the North End. Uh, it was awesome. We like I learned so much shit. I literally have a Harvard hoodie on right now. I bought it yesterday. I bought it today. You feel? Oh yeah, that's fresh. I like the black. You yeah, feel smarter? What was that? Do you feel smarter? I do. I feel so much smarter. That campus was so cool. It was so Hogwarts like. It was like Legally Blonde Pat Kerchak edition. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was really cool, though, just to see that shit, dude. Just to, just to walk around there and, like, 
we were like on the campus and there was like all this like you know college campus stuff going on and it was like oh my god this is crazy it's like hogwarts told me yeah it was really cool though <clears throat> so what then after so today after harvard we went to what do i got here all right so we went to salem so salem has been telling people turn around like, yes they've been telling people to turn around like not to go so low-key was a marketing tactic it's like they still fully welcomed the people. Oh, really? They were fully sending the Halloween spooky season. Did it knowing, I think they did it knowing people are still like going to come. It just looked good in the news cycle to be like, oh, we care. Yeah, exactly. We're going to shut down like, for our biggest yeah, they financial were still doing game. All the dining and stuff. Like they still had all the spooky stuff set up. But yeah, that place is so cool. But you know what they did have cut off? The Hocus Pocus house. Ah. Which I was fucking off. About. It's bullshit. It was bullshit. I was excited about that. It's a Disney original. But overall, Salem was kind of cool. Like, Salem was cool. Plymouth was fucking awesome. I thought Plymouth was cool. Like, those short, those, those like, tourist towns, like, are a hit. They're great. Oh, they got. They're not shitty. That's I recommend them. Um, and then all we right, just what about- went to fucking, we just went to Maine. And Maine was awesome. I had lobster mac and cheese. It was $30. Oh, my God. I know. I couldn't fucking believe it. Was it worth it? I was it? sick about it. Was it worth yeah. it? And yo, yeah, it was worth it. Around the corner was the Bush's old summer house. Oh, that's why it was so uh, pricey. It's for the yeah, high quality class shit, folk, It was crazy. Yeah, it was. It was. It was impressive stuff. All right. So, what up? Did you enjoy any other food on your packation? Uh, the lobster mac and cheese was cool. What else did I eat? I ate some fucking pretzels last night with cheese from Samuel with some Samuel Adams beer. Ooh, you know that fun. was. The, yeah, the Belgian, big, the big Belgian pretzels. Oh, we went to this bar last night that George Washington used to go to, and Paul Revere. Oh, that's cool. They used to slug, you slug beers with Paul Revere. Yeah, it was old as fuck. It was from like the 1700s. That was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it was overall, it was a great trip. I learned a lot, honestly. What about you, Bonner? Did you have a good time? Did you have a good time, Bonner? Yeah. Great time. Great. Great time had by all. All right, let's get into the things you missed. Um, we need you to give us some college football corner updates. Anything going on there? I have a few things. Okay, so Clemson is like a 46-point fa- uh, 60, 60, point favorite. That's crazy. After last week's slaughtering of Georgia Tech. Okay. So, 46 points. So, like, but the last time a spread was that big, Stanford pulled that huge upset on USC – with Harbaugh as their coach. Okay. So, I'm not com- I'm not comfortable with taking the points either way. Therefore, I will take the over, which is at – it is at like 60-something, 60 65-ish. So, I'm going to take the over. I think that's Yeah, if they're supposed to win by more than 45, scoring 60 points. They're supposed to win by 46, then there should be like 60, at least 60-some points. Easily. Okay. I like that. Okay. Okay, the Penn State line shifted from six and a half to five and a half. Are you worried? And I think I think it's a fake trap. I think Penn State actually beats the balls off of them. All right, cool. But Penn State also lost their running back this week, Journey Brown. He has like a hard condition, so but I think they'll be fine. So I think that line movement's like his a heart bluff. is broken from not playing football. Yeah, exactly. So I think that line movement's a bluff, and oh. Illinois plays Wisconsin tomorrow. 
and it's the first week of the Big Ten playing, so I think it's like going to be every other conference's first week. High score. Like lines are, I think all the lines are going to be off a little bit. So Illinois plus nineteen and a half versus Wisconsin. I think they cover. Okay, and that's going to be a high like, scoring game, I presume. Yeah, I could see it, but I definitely could see them covering like less, little less than three touchdowns. I okay. think that's the Big Ten, just like not really knowing where people stand. But but Illinois. He's coming off a good season last year. and Is Lovey Smith still their coach? Yes, he is. All right, I'll take him with the points. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? We'll coach him up to stay within, like, 19. Yeah, you um, know they haven't been one of those teams not tackling. Yeah, and last place, last game, Iowa State and Oklahoma State. I talked about that earlier. I'd like that over as well at 52. Uh, I have another question about an Oklahoma team. What about this Oklahoma-TCU game? feel like TCU is looking for an upset here. Yeah, I could see that again. Again, this like Oklahoma team's weird. I don't really like them. They're not that they great. They're all young as fuck. The overall probably hit, but definitely t- – I don't know what the spread is on that, but the uh, TCU should probably cover because they'll probably play like a sneaky close game. All right. I like that. You got to um, take the points in college football this year. It seems gotta. like that's the move. You got to. And the overs. What's all up with the Eagles, Eagles tonight? The Eagles are going to catch this dub them? tonight. I hope so, dude. Um, yeah, I mean Carson Wentz is four and zero on Thursdays. Doug Peterson is like five and zero on in prime time. The Eagles are so good in the black jerseys, especially against the Giants. I don't think they've ever lost. All right, um, that's exciting. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to. That. I'm not worried about it. the line shifted from four and a half to five and a half, so I do think uh, right. it should Stay be more. I wish I was in fucking Pennsylvania so I could bet on it. Um, let me know if you need me to place anything for you. Yeah. Um, Yo, did you see Penn Nationals buying out uh, Reading Terminal Market? They're not buying out, but like helping them make money. Yeah, funding, raising money to stay alive. Yeah, yeah beautiful that's thing. Wild. Beautiful thing. Dave Portnoy might be the philanthropist of the year. Um, okay, Pat, do you have a parlay for us? Yeah, Penn State money line, Iowa State, Oklahoma State over, Clemson over. Okay, cool. So what you just said, wrap it all together in a nice present. It'll win you some money. Yeah. We well, have, and you could throw Illinois in there, too, if you want some real cash. All right, cool. I like that. Illinois give, them the, points. give them the big numbers. Yeah. Um, all right, one more thing I want to talk to you about. I know you've uh, dabbled in the legal marijuana this past week. Sean Kemp, while I was waiting for you to get on the Zoom call, breaking news, Sean Kemp is opening his the first uh, black-owned dispensary in – Seattle. Oh, let's go. Cool. That's fucking awesome. Him and Gary Payton are going to have a big grand opening, so that might be one of our road trips, my guy. Oh, my God. I would love that. Yeah, definitely. I'm all about the legal weed. I love paying for tax. I love paying the tax on legal weed. <laughs> it's the best part. Keep, 23%. Keep the, keep the streets safe. Um, yep. awesome. And the other thing I want to talk to you in the realm of basketball, we mentioned the Tyler Hero single drop by Jack Harlow. Did you Fire, listen? Fire, yo. All right, Little give us your Peter. review. Give us your – Two-sentence review. That John's fire. You should look it up on YouTube or Spotify or whatever the hell you use. I'm poor, so I use YouTube music at the moment. But, yo, he's got that dude, that dude who does the funny videos. You would know him. He's the the bus driver in the first 30 seconds, and you'll be like, Oh, I see. See, I got to watch the music video. I just listened to the song today. Watch the music video right now. It's a good music video. I like that. I like when they drop the song and the music video at the same time. There's not like this gap between like, yo, I dropped this cool song. And then it's like, I'm also going to drop a cool music video. We were ready to make this song. Here it is. They know they're doing those new wave rappers. Uh, Fuck with Jack Harlow. All right. I like like that. uh, 
synopsis, all positive things coming from that song and that music video. Uh, I hope you boys have a safe travels home. That was yeah, cool. hopefully we'll be home before 1 a.m. What's the projected time? It's 7 right now. Uh, projected time's like 12.30, 12.40. Not bad. Take a nice little pee break, get a snack. Push yeah, for through. sure. Yeah. All right, fellas. Safe travels. Thank you for tu- uh, for joining us virtually, Pat. All right, People GT. Appreciate it. See you All right, later. I'll talk to you. Go Birds. Go Birds. And that's the end of our show. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, it was a little sloppy today. doesn't matter. Got to gotta clean it up uh, for the future when we have these kind of things. But appreciate you tuning in. Make sure you subscribe, like, share our link, um, download the episodes. Be much appreciated. We will see you next week. 